now it is time for the absolute bubbliest podcast in the world, Beer Bubble! My goodness. Hi, guys. Hello. Welcome to Beer Bubbles. Beer Bubbles uh, at Akrat. Back from our vacation kind of thingy. We haven't had... Uh, well, you, you got vacation ha- next week. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going next week. You had your vacation <laughs> entire August. Bruce Caval was a bit uh, a side project during our Well, it was actually the first week of my vacation was yeah. Bruce Caval, and what a week. It was wonderful. <laughs> I loved it. The reason we're here today is we, we're going to record some, and... Uh, we're going to try some barley wine. Yes, and talk a little bit about barley wine. And we're going to talk a bit about what we've done this summer. Yeah. Yeah, ba- and, basically. Uh, not much future talk because... I realized that both you and me say basically quite a lot in this kind of podcast. I normally cut it out. Well, it's basically <laughs> a very good ba- word. <laughs> no, but it, before we... Especially when we speak to other, other guys, when we interview people, it's like before we say something, you say, yeah, right, basically... Uh, <laughs> So you get like a few seconds to think of what you're supposed yeah, to say. And I do. So. <laughs> <laughs> Tell the guys about where we're sitting right now, because this place is kind of special. We're sitting in the cellar of Akarat, five and a half stories down into the mountain, into the deep mountains of Södermalm. <laughs> we have a beer cellar and it's quite a sight. It's a, a lot of good bottles and you get really thirsty when sitting here. Yeah, we've got to um, take some pictures and, and, uh, yeah. and post them online as well so you can see what's going on down here. And This uh, is what we, what we work with daily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And here, here's my Tuesdays. Yeah. <laughs> First hours of my Tuesdays just uh, fixing and uh, putting new stuff in the, on the vintage list. And, and here's where I do all the beer tastings. And Mikke has the whiskey club. Yes. Also, Akrat has a whiskey club for those of you who didn't know that. Yeah, and... Uh, He's uh, fantastic when it comes to whiskey. The amount of cool stuff that he's got on his tastings is amazing. He's the kind of guy that says he doesn't know much about rum and then continues on to have like an an, an hour lecture about <laughs> rum. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Ballin' One has recently become one of my favorite styles. Yeah, uh, and I just imagine when I met you first, your favorite beers were like maybe like British ales. Maybe. And, and you're never going to stop sours. bringing that up, right? No, <laughs> you lactose sours and your hazy IPAs. Yeah, I know, I know. I actually had a hazy IPA yesterday. Was, that was uh, good. Uh, it was good. It we was good. We actually had two yesterday yeah. when we did our tasting. True. Because our job it's, is all about. It's horrible. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> we tried like 40 beers yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> it's mental. It's not that there are some great hazy IPAs. I don't say that it, there's not, but it's not my kind of beer anymore. No. Nope. I mean,. Flavors evolve, you know, the palate evolves, and, and we like different things. But Ball & Wines, as I said, has become one of my favorite styles lately, mm-hmm. and uh, which is rough because it's hard to drink uh, many of them. <laughs> yeah, they're kind of strong. <laughs> yeah, they are. But especially the, the, the really nice bourbon barrel-aged ones and with a couple of years on them, they're fucking amazing. Like, uh, oh. You know what? Should we just start with trying some beers, and then we'll talk about what we did this summer? Sure, let's do that. You want to know s- what you did last summer? <laughs> do you want to start with the Swedish one? No, I want to. I want to. Hey, come on! 
Let's start with the young Swedish one, and then we go to the big one. Okay, then. Yeah. Okay, then. <laughs> but let's tell the people what we have. So this here is uh, from Snausarve, Gorsbryggeri. From Gotland, uh, Gotland an island yeah. in the Baltic Sea, part of Sweden. And uh, this is... Uh, I don't know much about this. I ha- actually haven't tried this before. So this is going to be kind of cool. Because I think Snausarve is one of, the, one of the most interesting Swedish breweries right now. Because they do some uh, amazing, like, father fermented stuff, mixed fermentation, Flemish red stuff. Yeah, yeah. their Udbrin mm-hmm. is fucking amazing. Yeah. I mean, I, I'd, I say that this is the best brewery in Sweden when it comes to making Belgian beer styles. They've got I, I some think. competition. <laughs> yeah, they got some competition, but so far, what I've tried, they're the best. Brickery, it's kind of good as well. Yeah, that's true. That's true. The, the uh, Eskistuna beer we drank at Bruskeval was kind of okay. <laughs> yeah, it's good as well. <laughs> but I mean, their Udbrin was just... Yeah. It's yeah. Just, mm. So let's, let's pour it and pour try it. it. <laughs> this is a 20 centiliter bottle, so it's a tiny, tiny bottle, but it's, I think it's kind of strong as well. When we pour it, it's, for you guys who just listened, this is almost flat. Not much bubbles in it. It's... Um, it's only 14.5% ABV. Oh, breakfast. <laughs> yeah, this is actually my breakfast. It is actually breakfast. <laughs> I haven't eaten anything <laughs> yet. Uh, yeah, it looks flat. Uh, almost looks like you have a, a con- dark rum or cognac in a glass. <laughs> yeah. Well, cheers. Cheers. Smells really nice. Well, that is good. That is really nice. But that is oak matured. Alpha male ale is an extreme beer. It's extremely sm- strong, extremely sweet. But foremost, extremely good. <laughs> drink it as a dessert. No, drink it for, with a dessert, like a strong cheese, or enjoy it just as it is. But remember, this is not a guy beer. It's just good stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, don't I don't see anything about any specific specific barrels or anything. But it's uh, it's it's wonderful. It's really nice, and this is almost like an old style barley wine. It's yeah. um, like British style. No hoppy uh, notes to it at all, so it's it's not American style. No, less bitterness and and more the sweetness to it. Because mm. there's a difference. I mean, barley wine's been around since when was the first barley wine? Like 1870? No, earlier than that. But yeah, uh, the the first one that was marketed as a barley wine, I think, was 1870. Uh, best number possibly, one, yeah. something. Mm. Blah blah blah. And then uh, I don't really know when it kicked off. Because into like seventy three or something, no, Americans started putting out some as well. Well, in the in the uh, like early eighties, when when IPAs and mm. pale ales become some uh, something to reckon with in the US, uh, they also did stronger versions. Yeah, and they all look to old British style. So they did a more like hoppy IPA. They did a more hoppy barley wine, mm. imperial stouts. And so, um, well, we got to tip our hats to our American friends. Yeah, definitely. Uh, without, especially the guys at Sierra Nevada, without them, we wouldn't be drinking what we're drinking now. Exactly. And I, I read that they they wrote barley wine together instead of separately. Yeah. Because they were scared that people were going to think it was a wine. So <laughs> that's the reason, because some of them have barley wine in one word. You read so much. I read too much. <laughs> I'm a nerd. So what what do you think of this one? I think this is gorgeous. It's a I gorgeous mean, beer. It's it's flat. It's very young still. For but it's like it's like a port wine or a Madeira yeah. or something like that. Yeah, it's it's, a, it's more like like a dessert wine for sure. 
And this with some pecorino or something like that. Why don't we ever bring cheese when we're going to try? I don't know. <laughs> we stupid. We, we talk about it a lot. We've been doing this for a year and a half. <laughs> we always say we should have some cheese, <laughs> but we never bring it. Oh, Jesus. So uh, what did we do this summer? We, we, uh, let's start off with um, Uppsala. Oh, Uppsala. Connor, Connor, Connor. Connor, what a star, what a hero. We got to Uppsala Craft Beer Festival. The first of its June. the first one ever. Yeah, and that was it was scheduled for three years ago, basically. Yeah, uh, and then COVID hit, as you guys know, and uh, no festivals were on at all. And then they finally managed to get it uh, to happen this year, and it was it's amazing. It was fantastic. It, w- it was a really so good and a one-day festival. Yeah. I wish there were two days. Yeah, but uh, yeah, baby steps, baby steps. I know. It's uh, they they put every, all the work in for one day, and uh, it was fantastic. I mean, nothing was wrong with it. I think some things for Con- from Connor's side, but but like yeah. he, of course, he wants everything to be as as good as it ca- as it can be. But it was just amazing for the first time ever. It was wonderful. I was a bit pissed off with two of the guys with the food trucks. Who oh yeah, who yeah. didn't show. Yeah, but that's you know out of his control. Basically, yeah. so it's uh, basically again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have to drink every time I say basically. Yeah, cheers. <sighs> so, so Rasmus, basically, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he did it just so he can drink. No, but it was a great festival. We had a lot of fun there. There's a lot of good breweries. We met some some wonderful breweries, which we had on tap now at Akrat as well. Yeah, Holmbryggeri in, in from Norway. Norway, yeah, and some other stuff. Uh, we got some. Uh, for the first taste of uh, Ores, Svartsbeer and mm. Rauchbeer that we had on tap. Yeah. Uh, and the Svartsbeer was actually the talk of the town uh, yeah. uh, at, uh, at Bruskeval. At yeah, that, that one really hit the note for everyone. I mean, all the brewers talked about Orebir Company, so shout out to those guys. <laughs> we love them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry if we talk about same breweries a lot, but like, it's, well, it's, you it's d- brewers we love. So well, it's you, d- you end up having favorites, don't you? Yeah. You do, and yeah. it's uh, it, it's fun to to have that. They're also such nice guys, which which <laughs> makes it <laughs> even worse. <laughs> <laughs> if they didn't, if they weren't so nice, we'd hate them. <laughs> Probably not, but <laughs> maybe we wouldn't talk so much about them. <laughs> uh, uh, and then uh, we in uh, mid July, it was the, the National Beer Day here at Akrat, mm-hmm. and I was standing outside pouring uh, lambics. And I was standing next to him drinking them. Yes, because you were off that <laughs> I night. I was off that day. <laughs> oh. So we had, I we did quite a lot of uh, our the, the stuff we have down here in the basement. Mm. Some of the Kivea sours. You did Tilkin Gers on tap as well. Tilkin Gers on tap. I had Cantillon uh, Mamouche and Fofon. Fofon. That was, well, I had them on all, all the time. Or I had, it, had a bottle open all the time. Mm. And then... I went down and got some old Girardin, Drifontaine, and oh, just the good stuff. Sounds like that, a rough... That was a great night. It was a rough night. <laughs> uh, for you. It was a great <laughs> night for me. Uh, d- gr- lots of laughs and lots of fun. Oh, yeah, definitely. What's the difference, really, between English and American barley wines, though? Hops. It's a hops, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, American barley wines are heavily hopped. Heavily hopped, yeah. B- according to me, at least. Mm, yeah. So uh, <coughs> there must be someone out there thinking totally different, but uh, that's what what I've found that American barleys do tend to have mm. lots more hops in it. 
Uh, and then, of course, Bruce Cavall. We have to talk a bit about Bruce Cavall because oh. it was the first time for you. And I've been, I've been talking about this for three years mm-hmm. to you. And you've been longing to go. Yep. And now, finally, we got there. So, tell me about your experience. Because as a first-timer there, but I th- really think if you haven't been to Bruce Cavall, go. Fucking go. <laughs> <laughs> what are you waiting for? Uh it was a great experience. I mean, we started off with you picking me up from work. <laughs> yeah, at night, actually. At night. So he, he worked the night shift, and you, I think you stopped working at 2 in the morning. Yeah, 2 in the morning. and We stuffed the car full of bags and stuff. Yeah, and I had a couple of beers while driving down. Yeah, and I was really, really mad at me. <laughs> came down to the car, and it was the first thing work, he does okay? is open a beer. And I'm like, <laughs> I've got to be driving now for seven hours. <sighs> it was Thank just a Brancher brown ale. Stop, stop nagging. <laughs> You were awake for two and a half hours at least. Yeah, then I fell asleep. And uh, <laughs> then we got to Halmstad. Yeah, met and, uh, Daniel. And met Daniel, Daniel Eriksson at Halmstad Bryggehus. It's an old uh, head brewer of Carlsberg, or yes. f- at Falkenberg. Mm. And has a little brewery in Halmstad. It's a very nice brewery. Uh, hadn't tried them before. Didn't try them there, but we tried them a few days ago. And yeah, we uh, brought some samples home. Yeah. Just to, uh, well, we're probably going to buy some for Akrat. Yeah. Especially of the, the West Coast the West Coast IPA, IPA was, was fucking insane. Really good. It was a West Coast IPA. A proper West Coast. A proper West Coast. Yeah. And, uh, fuck, it was difficult to find a brewery. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, the, the VPS <laughs> took us on a proper tour around Almstad. We're standing by a bridge, seeing basically seeing the brewery. We're yeah. like, we can't go How here. How do we get there? <laughs> so we, had to, we had to go around. <laughs> took like another 15 minutes to get there. But it was fun. And then we went down to Halmstad uh, or Helsingborg. And uh, we went to, what is, what's that place called? With the fucking amazing burger. No? Ellen's. No. I will make sure you, you uh, get a link to it, because yeah. if you go to uh, Helsingborg, best breakfast lunch place ever. Yeah, it was fucking it's, amazing. It's a 50s diner, but in yeah. a Swedish style. And they have pastries, they have burgers, they have like... The menu do, do is the Sandwiches that are fantastic. Yeah, it's, uh, that burger was good. I, I, I do regret that we were there when I was so tired. Yeah. So you weren't really like that hungry or that, you know, you were hungry, but not, you know... Yeah, and my phone actually burned up. Yeah, the same day that we were leaving, so uh, I got a like an extra phone. I had no like bank ID or anything mm. on it. So first thing we did when we got there was go to the bank. Yeah, get, really? get me bank. a bank ID so I could like pay for stuff. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and then we went for lunch, and then we went to uh, Nessie. Yeah, pub Nessie. Pub Nessie. Uh, Our hole. haven in, yeah. in the storm of Bruskeval. <laughs> Where Cece lost his voice. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, and the first night uh, was the uh, unofficial like, pre-party. Yeah. So all the brewers were there. I'm not going to tell you how long we stayed because that's illegal. But uh, we, we were there for a while. And so mm. was all the brewers. And in some... Was it Thursday night we had pizza in the bed? You did. Uh, no, we. I, I think no, I, I sat by the table when when I got back. Uh, yeah, you sat by the table. <laughs> uh, yeah, I sat in the bed eating the pizza when you came because I just got out of there. Like, I'm gonna get pizza. <laughs> no, it, it, the, the, my, my experience was great. I mean, I had a wonderful time. I had a weak so moment that night as well. 
when I just told because Isa said, "Wouldn't it be cool if we could do a brewers karaoke down here in the basement?" <laughs> I'm like, "Well, I've got a karaoke program on my on my computer uh, and a few microphones, so let's do it." <laughs> uh, so that's why. Well, um, that was the festival started on Friday. Yeah, you were a bit tired. You were like half an hour later, and I was to yeah. get there. But uh, basically, Friday we. I almost said basically. <laughs> I have to drink now. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Friday we went around and just spoke to people and tried mm. beers. Yeah, we, we we decided to not record on Friday because uh, just to experience it as guests or and representing Akarat. And also connect to people and, yeah. and make sure we we were able to get interviews out of them the day after. Yeah, exactly. And we were, as I said, representing Akarat. So we went down in our picky shirts and talk with people now it was great to just get everything going and and or see everything get going and everybody getting comfortable and and uh, tries a lot of beer the one bad thing it was so warm <laughs> I, I but the thing is what it, all of a sudden we got like high high summer yeah like 35 36 38 degrees celsius in the sun and you're in, like, uh, in, in the shade uh, in the shade yeah. and if you were in the melting. sun you were dead you're melting. You'd burn up. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that night, was uh, we ended up at Nessie again with the mm. Brewers Karaoke. And that's where I lost my voice. <laughs> totally. But it was extremely fun. Yeah, and while you did that, I sat up in a bar drinking Guinness for a few hours. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, nope, karaoke is not my thing. <laughs> I'm going to sit up here. And then I got to take some CC, come down to the basement. <laughs> All right. And going down to the basement was like hitting a wall. You know the gymnasium, you know, sports halls? That was like the smell when you got in there because it was so so tight, so many people singing, hopping and dancing. <laughs> it's just, that was an absolutely crazy night. Really fun. And then uh, Saturday we did all the interviews. And if you listen to the first episode, you know that my voice was a bit like this. <laughs> sounds like you're 12. You know, you just got into puberty. Your voice cracking. <laughs> but we did quite a lot of interviews. I think we did 15 interviews on, on Saturday or something like that. Yeah. With amazing people, amazing yeah. people from amazing breweries. Yeah, definitely. And uh, it's so fun that they, they that, that they want to take the time to do that as well. I yeah. mean, it's busy, it's hectic, but Brew School was so re- well organized, so there was always somebody covering up for them or, or making sure they had lunch. The brewers had a wonderful time there, I heard, and mm-hmm. they they got their breaks, they got their lunches, and just, they didn't have to stand there all the time. Because Lots of volunteers working. Yeah, the crew, mm. the crew was amazing. Mm. And then uh, you had the party of your life that night. I was actually, <laughs> I, I actually, I folded around twelve one one o'clock maybe, but you kept on. You ended up being in a park. Here's what happened. We were trying to get into that place. We won't go into. I'm not going to name the place because I'm going to say something about that place now. I got the beer in my hand and I took the first sip and it was just filled with diacetyl. It was so disgusting. So I'm like, nope. And then I heard that uh, another one of the brewers I was with didn't come in because he had a bottle with him. So I went out and I'm like, you know what? I have a room temperature St. Bernardus App 12 Magnum bottle in the car. Should we get it? <laughs> and everybody was like, yes. <laughs> so I went on to get that. I went into CC. I'm like, give me the car keys and the garage keys. <laughs> he didn't even question me. He just gave it to me which I think was a bad idea because I was drunk <laughs> as shit. <laughs> so I was like, the day after, I was like, did I really lock the car? <laughs> I think I did. You didn't say anything. No, no, it was locked. Yeah, so we ended up in a park with uh, Pripsblå 
a bottle of gin and uh, the Magnum bottle of Ap 12. I think you got back to the hotel like 5.30 in the morning or yeah. something like that. <laughs> uh, I, I was back by one. <clears throat> had a good night's sleep. Mm. And then Sunday was hangover day. Uh, I was still drunk, though. When yeah, I woke up. You, you were still drunk, but it's they call it hangover day where <laughs> down there uh, for the festival. And that meant that none of the brewers worked. No. Except All one. volunteers. One brewer. No, he's not a brewer, though, but he represented the brewery. You won from Temple. Oh, yeah. Mm. Was there yeah. <laughs> running around, which is a lifesaver. Mm. So. Uh, and we, uh, so we had a few beers, had a few more interviews. Yeah. Uh, got to speak to Hanna. Fantastic person. Fantastic. Uh, who was the general weed. of the festival. And then uh, I realized that your ticket for the train was actually on my phone that burnt up. Yep. So, and I looked up the trains and there was only one night train for like 1,500 crowns. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> How am I going to get But then home? you went from Temple Stepped Up. He, he drove you home. Yeah, it was actually Daniel Borg. Yeah. He's a home brewer and he actually told me like, oh, I know this guy. <laughs> He just ran off and came back with Juan, who, who gave me a ride home, which I'm so grateful for. So instead of being home like 7 a.m. on Monday morning, I was home 11 p.m. on Sunday night. I had a shower and just went to bed and had a full night's sleep. <laughs> that, that was we were still great. quite beaten up uh, Monday morning when you were supposed to work. Oh, yeah. I was not uh, my normal self. <laughs> <laughs> so but that was, that was a, a fantastic man. trip. And then I, I kept on going because mm. I was on vacation. So I went to Gothenburg. Uh, I, w- I went first to uh, Pine Ridge in Falkenberg, said hello to uh, the guys down there. and They were close, but I, I got to see the facilities that are fantastic down there. And then I went to Gothenburg, and just by chance, I ended up at the uh, newly opened Poppel City. Mm. They actually opened that night. Oh. So uh, I was there, and I, uh, if you've watched the videos we do as well, I did a small like two-minute interview with uh, the brewmaster there. Uh, and I just right now, I can't, Daniel, I think he's called. My uh, me and names. <laughs> Crap. <laughs> and that was really cool as well. Because the place actually has, when you sit down at the table, you have a tap. And you order beer by the liter. And they turn on the tap for that amount of beer. So you pour your own beers at the table. And, Can and you do that in Sweden? Obviously. That's really cool. And all the beers are, uh, the, the only beer they do is a lager. And mm. that is fodder fermented. Hmm. So they bought American oak fodders that they uh, ferment the beer in. And then they send it straight to the tables, basically. That's really nice. Did I say basically? Basically. Fuck. I also said it now because I repeated what you said. So, What was your favorite brewery at Brewskewall except Orebrew Company? <laughs> oh, you're making it hard. Uh, Penniland. Penniland, yeah. Penniland. Jessica. Hmm. What, a, what a star. What yeah. a woman. She, she is absolutely and what fantastic a, what beer, the beers amazing i think the youngest one she brought was seven years old yeah. she says like well well i don't i don't bottle them or or keg them Five. until they're done 2017 it was the the carolyn i think it was okay, called yeah carolyn the blonde ale or some mm. kind gold Abs- absolutely fantastic beers hey it was insanely good yeah <laughs> but then on the other hand the first beer i got on the saturday was quite nice as well yeah the gravity poured. Uh, yeah, because Henrik started came running from from uh, Omnipoyo came running and met me and said, "Oh, see, see, good, because I've got gravity poured beers and I don't know how this keg works." <laughs> <laughs> and I walked over and it was my old keg from Nia Kanegi that they mm-hmm. used. 
So it was my old baby. <laughs> you know who that one was. So I opened that keg for them and... Uh, got a mass as a thank well, you. I got a half a mass as a, a thank you. Yeah. All right. So uh, that took me about best part of an hour to finish <laughs> on the Saturday. I should have been there from the start. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think oh, Penilan is also really good, but I'm, I'm going to say I have to choose Barclays. To Barclays be is, was fantastic. I mean, but also because I'm an Brian's so fantastic. Brian is fucking fantastic. I mean, shout out to Brian and, and Barclay Brewing Company. I mean, that guy has a full-time job and does that on the side, which is amazing. But Dimension of Times, I think I had a two, six, and seven he had on, I think. Yeah, probably. And then uh, a coconut one, which made me go, oh, I don't know, like, it's going to be pastry. Well, it was not pastry at all. Like, it was just coconut flavors, but dry, and, and just the mouthfeel was amazing. So I have to say Barclays, because also shout out to Undiud. Undiud, uh, uh, first mu- time there. And, first time there, yeah. And people really love their stuff. Yeah, their muscarus is whew, gorgeous. Mm. Sh- should we do the next one? <laughs> uh, let's keep on uh, talking about barley wines and, yeah. and uh, do because I've really been looking forward to this one. Alpine Brewing Company, Alpine Beer Company does not exist anymore because they were bought up by uh, Green Flash and were supposed to be a, like a separate entity from uh, Green Flash, but then Green Flash kind of went belly up and uh, they sold they sold the company for stocks in Green Flash. So they ended up with nothing, which is sad. But I've just I've heard that the guys are up and running again. But we found this in the fridge at Akrat. And, of course, we have to... There's only one bottle. So um, let's hope this is good. It's still alive. I don't know if you heard that, but it, it did make a proper sound when you open it. Made a and we're going to pour an extra glass for Anderström, uh, our... our bar manager as well so so he gets to try it i'm really looking forward to this because the uh, alpine triple ipa that i had on the trip to uh, san diego 2016 i think was actually the highlight of the entire trip so i'm i'm looking forward to this immensely and this is open short for 18 months bourbon barrels bourbon barrels yeah i think in select bourbon barrels, right, yeah. Drink alpine ale or go to bed. <laughs> Pat Mc... What the fuck, I can't see that. McWeenie? Mc... Uh, yeah, McKin... McKenny? Oh, shit. McKenny. Uh, uh, he told it's, me how it was pronounced yeah. in the interview, because yeah. I got it totally wrong when I interviewed him. Yeah, also, it's so small, so I can't really read that. So. Yeah. <laughs> I, have a, I have glasses, okay? McKinney, I think McKinney. it is. Okay. So. Yeah. Guys, Cheers. Uh, hopefully, I, I sincerely hope this is good now. CC? Basically. Basically. <laughs> oh, that smells gorgeous. You know what, Rasmus? You can talk now. I'll just sit here and enjoy that beer. Fuck me. Look at my arms. I get goosebumps. I did too. <laughs> <laughs> this is... Oh. Uh, wow. I mean, on the nose... You can really feel the bourbon barrels. But you can also feel the, the oxidized hops. Oxidized hops, yeah. But it, it's not super big in its fruits on the nose. It's more that bourbon, the, the oxidized hops. But on the, on the palate, it's a big beer. How strong is it? God damn. 12 per, 12.1% ABV. 12.1%. Uh, well, that's your standard barley. Yeah. Or barley style. That, that sweetness is gorgeous. Yeah. It's just more of the you know, caramel, thick. 
creamy sweetness. Do we have to talk anymore? I just, just want to sit here and drink that beer. <laughs> no, we, we're probably going to wrap this up because it's, uh, it's a short one. But, or how, many, how long have we been going? Half an hour. Half an hour, that's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, uh, this, this summer was great. Well, what, what we basically, s- <clears throat> I'm saying basically and just so I can drink. Cheers. Cheers. What we say is, next year, don't miss Uppsala. No. Don't miss what we do here, events at Akrat. No. And whatever you do. Drink. Drink better beers at Bruskeval. <laughs> <laughs> no, but go to Bruskeval. Yeah. It's, uh, it's an amazing festival, and you will really enjoy your stay there. Yeah. If you go one day, two days, or all three, it uh, doesn't really matter. No. We were there from Thursday you left Sunday, I left Monday. Yeah. In my opinion, I've been to quite a few beer festivals. This is the best one I've been to, period. There's no one, n- not one like it. It's just I can understand crazy that. Crazy good. It's crazy good. Mm. We have some fun thing coming up in the next few months. We're going to make much more episodes. Mm. And uh, some, some things we can't share yet, but hopefully soon. I haven't, I haven't told you yet as well. Because um, we might make a beer soon. Oh well, you you listeners will get to hear more of that later. Yep. I'm gonna listen to that now <laughs> because we're gonna close down this episode <laughs> and finish this beer. Even though I'm, yeah. <laughs> but guys, thank you so much for tuning in once again for yes. the Beer Bubbles podcast. And uh, whatever you do, drink, drink better, better beer. beer. Now it is time for the absolute bubbliest podcast in the world, Beer Bubbles.